Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast Variety Hour. Hey, hey Variety Hour. Hey. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a remote podcast thing we've been yeah. forced back into doing. Uh, we can remotely call it a podcast. Yes, uh, episode forty two. Forty two. If you're keeping yeah. score, uh, hey, I'm, that's the number. Yeah, it is. It's the answer. Uh, the answer to who are we is I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And what we're going to do with this variety hour is we're going to go ahead and do our golden jocks episode so we debated yeah, january is just about over yeah so. exactly we were like 2021 <laughs> it's a good time to reflect you know at the end of the first month of the yeah. next year uh i i like that i stalled it for like two weeks because i'm like i need to catch up i have watched literally nothing <laughs> in those two weeks yeah i really should have watched the french Dis- dispatch i feel like that was the only movie that might have affected my list at mm-hmm. all that i have not seen but yeah, mine, I... At least, you know, that I'm aware of. I, I wasn't able to brave a theater to see No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that. Suicide Squad, I never ended up seeing. Last Night in Soho, I know, like you guys have said, eh, it's not going to make your top five. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to see it because it's Edgar Wright. and mm-hmm. It's still well get, made. It's just... He like, gets me. Yeah. So, you know, if, if anybody's going to pull that off, it would be him. But... yeah. Alas. Alas. This is what we're working yeah. with is what we've seen. I did end yeah. up seeing more movies than I thought I would have. Like going into this, I was like, ah, let me go scrounge up the 10 movies or so I bothered to see in 2021 because fuck that year. Um, yeah. And then I started making the list and it was, I saw 40 or at least that's what I think I'm Man. at, which is off of what I, I mean, I'm usually like closer to like at least one a week, but that's not yeah, that's I, saw what I thought it was. I saw 14, <laughs> yeah, which uh, honestly isn't terrible. I got nine, which is, for me, in a it another like pandemic par. year. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's pretty good, I think, for me. Yeah. I mean, um, that was 40 movies I've seen. One, I braved the theater. <laughs> so Right. I, yeah. I, I think the then. only... I think I braved the theater for No Time to Die, and that yes, was it this did. year. Yeah. Yeah, was I still haven't seen a movie since 2019 in the theater when I saw Star Wars on uh, New Year's Eve, I believe. Hmm. So my my theater career started with Star Wars and apparently it's going to end with Star Wars because <laughs> it's, it's been a full two years since I've been in a theater, which is a, like incomprehensible to me right now. Yeah. Like, well, honestly, it's like, what what kind of a life am I living now? I mean, I did go out and see no way home, which felt like my own sense of irony. Cause I was like, no, that could totally go home and watch all the rest of the movies forever. Like, I think this might be the last time I ever go to a theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, was it, did you have a bad theater experience? No, it just, it, it, it felt like going into a circuit city or a Sears in the, in the, in the final hours, like, you know, like everything was dead. Like just no one had pointed out the decay yet. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I feel like theaters will, will make a comeback. Um, but like everything, just not right now. And like theaters are the one thing that I'm hoping hangs on of the, you know, bullshit mm-hmm. we 
we could realistically live without. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I just I, don't. See... I, like I'd be okay if handshakes went away forever. Like that was always dumb in the first place. Like I don't want to do that. I like handshakes, but you know. Yeah, it's an indicator that you're not going to draw your sword on the other person. Right. Hmm. Yeah, but I might is what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> but that's you have to you have to embrace the handshake so that people don't know that you're going to uh, draw your sword. Yeah. Oh, it's a keep your left hand it's a, it's free a, it's a on, rogue your, on your on your dagger or ruse. Yeah. Rouge. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a ruse. A ruse from a rogue, rogue ruse that also may have ruse on its face <laughs> or some rouge on its face. Right. God damn it. Oh. I, I did realize one movie I saw in the interim between oh. when I said, "Hey, let's 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 wait on Golden Jocks," mm-hmm. and it was Eternals. Okay, and Eternals <laughs> did not make my Golden Jocks. <laughs> well, I could have guessed that. I yeah, I mean, I it's I said totally basically average. Yeah, I basically Absolutely said that like totally average. I think for the first time since we've been doing these, my top five does not include a Marvel movie in a year where there were four. Five, four, four, and four. then like eighteen Disney Plus shows. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, four. I think of her take. Well, Which four? So there's there's Shang-Chi, Black Widow, uh-huh. Eternals, Eternals, and Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man's. That's right. I, mean, I always forget unofficial Spider-Man's Marvel, is. but also Marvel. You know, like he's the he's the one who yeah. doesn't have to be in association with Marvel because <laughs> yeah, he's the only one not on Disney Plus. Basically, right. yes, that's the only caveat there. Yeah. Yeah, you have to search for him on other parts of the web. Hey. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> so, should we... Uh... Oh, you mean the Stars app? Yes. yes. Should, we, should we crack this bitch open? And Sure. Uh... Yeah, we've stalled long enough, talked about current events, yeah. talked about our weekends. I, uh, I'll yeah. say this. Hmm? I, I, before we get into it, completely like i actually had a like looking at my averages Mm -hmm. i was pretty discerning for the year but it's weird it's a lot like 2016 was for me i literally have one five-star movie i have a bunch of four and a halfs and the lowest is only uh two stars with cruella uh matrix resurrections actually beat that out at two and a half so well done yeah so it wasn't too bad a year honestly i I was gonna say like i mean let me let me look through my list real fast like let me think what the worst i i saw a lot of shit so if we're talking about the worst we saw yeah uh, and corella like for me that's not a badly made movie it's uh just a movie with a lot of shit choices in it yeah that make it bad i mean let's see venom too that's up there uh yeah, let's see. Coming to America is a big steaming pile of shit, and I don't understand that. Um, hmm. I mean, just from sheer terms of like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, there's the four four hour long four by three Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> um, you had to do that for science, though. I, kind of, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Chaos Walking gets a what the fuck? Because that's Doug Lyman, and it is. Man, it is just fucking... Which one is that? That's the... Like, nobody fucking remembers this. It's a Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it's fucking Doug Lyman and sci-fi, and it sucks. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, it does... It's just... It's extremely, extremely average. Um, Just make Edge of Tomorrow Tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Again. And then... uh, Oh, Snake Eyes (laughs) is particularly bad. And then... uh, 
I would think I, my last one would be uh, sitting through Space Jam 2. Just like, I didn't hate that because it's like such a what the fuck thing. Like Another one for science. Yeah, just another one for science. Like Space Jam, whatever, New Legacy, whatever you want to call it. That's that's something. I, you, know, I, you know, notice I didn't even put many Saints of Newark in my worst list or Matrix Resurrections. That's how bad some of this other stuff is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even qualify. Like Voyagers is just like, ugh. Like another just like, why would you, like, things like that. I'm like, how did people get together to like make a movie with this stuff and these people that you've heard of and it's just nothing <laughs> like 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 why would you make lord of the flies in space like i don't understand that like like nobody wants to see lord of the flies anymore and not in space <laughs> yeah Anyway, it doesn't matter what people wanted to see. It's what somebody wanted to make, I guess. I, I know. I just like that's such a fucking insipid, uninspired thing that it's like it's just it's a shame that like, you know, money was wasted and time was wasted. I mean, I guess jobs were provided, but, you know, what the hell? Just make better things. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. How could the director of Divergent make something that bad? <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Anywho. Uh, does, does anyone bother have like any honorable mentions or is it just like top five stuff? For um, all of mine are honorable, honorable mentions. <laughs> okay. Uh, cause that, I mean, I have two that like didn't quite make the top five and you know, it was like where I was like, uh, and they're just out of it. And I thought I'd say, yeah, I mean, if like, I guess the only thing I'd say is, uh, honorable mention to Marvel Disney plus TV shows for actually being pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for what if, which I think was average to bad, like consistently, <laughs> but, uh, otherwise, yeah, like all of their shows actually did their job, you know, I, yeah. I mean, even, even with my reservations about the first three episodes of WandaVision, which I, you know, I know I'm alone on that Island cause everyone else seems to love it, but you know, that also had the best episode of any of them when, with the fourth one. So you know, but yeah, they, I, I'm okay with them transitioning to that. Honestly. Sure. You know, after not being able to go to a theater anymore and it's like, Hey, you have time to let these stories breathe a little. I, I'm at the point. I wouldn't mind it if they just started moving everything over to six episode shows. I mean, honestly, honestly. The, besides Spider-Man, which, you know, is kind of a spectacle thing. Like the, mm-hmm. the other three movies could have very easily been Disney plus things. Like Eternals, I think would have like worked better if we'd had time to like give half a shit about half the characters because like you or just, learn their names or learn their names or anything about them, you know. <laughs> and and like Shang Chi, while I like the movie, it's like it's I, I would also like a, a fleshed out longer version of it too, you know. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that would also benefit from it. And you know, yeah, thing, I would love an episode thing. just on his dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me an episode yeah. following his dad sure. doing day to day shit. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. It's like you know, and and Black Widow clearly could have like been i think just as good in a hawkeye style format i think you know yeah. like a six episode little mini series yeah i think black widow especially felt like something that should have been a longer tale although i think i wanted i would want to live with the characters of shang chi for longer mm-hmm. um i'm not really mad at the decision to do black widow as a movie because it's nice to have black widow you know, featured and have a like, you know, female superhero led. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, big screen endeavor. But the story would have worked 
pretty well. Also, you like what was not Captain Russia? What's the dude's name? I've oh, um, the Guardian, Red Guardian, Red Guardian. Yeah. yeah, I would have loved to spent have spent more time with that character. You know, um, David Harbor doing David Harbor things is great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, I just, like I said, I, I feel like those sort of personal style things, maybe you should get the Disney Plus shows. And then, like, when we have an Avengers style or some sort of team up style thing, that that's when we bust out a movie and, like, let the spectacle live on the big screen. I, I just feel like, because you're, you're saying, like, I'm not saying let, let's take the diversity out of it, but I'm saying, like, you know, let's explore, like, the A Force idea on the big screen. Like, let's establish mm-hmm. backstories for all the characters that, like, when we have. Lady Avengers kick some ass on the screen. It's not just like, oh, look at them pandering or something. It's like, no, look at the buildup. And they're all here because of whatever yeah. thing they make decide. them yeah. make them an event again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which Instead of it, like right. four movies a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just, you know, I, I think the quality was there and I was very worried when I heard they were doing that because those they very easily could have turned out into an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. situation. And sure. they were like, nope, we're willing to spend you know, a hundred million dollars to make this six episode series. Yeah. And that's really weird. Like show so much money Disney has, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, eh, yeah. 25 million episode. Do it. It's cheaper than the whole movie. Yeah. And I guess like putting it on your own platform is, you know, incentive to do that and do that pretty, Mm -hmm. um, do that pretty well. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. My thoughts are, are, (laughs) uh distracted and disjointed on this but you know being able to yeah forget about that forget about that train of thought (laughs) i'll come back to it next all right then sounds good so yeah i mean i'll just say my two honorable mentions before we start Mm -hmm. like the real things um yes one of them is shang chi as i said I really, really liked it. It's just I really liked the things in my top five more. You know, like they're the things that I would like probably think more on years to come. You know, it's like that's mm-hmm. that's really solid. Um, and my other one is Palmer, the Apple TV Plus whatever movie that with Justin Timberlake was just that's a real solid, good little movie. Um, mm. But you know, it's also just like. I don't know. It's like reading a good book where you're like, oh, that that make you that made you feel, and then it's like, all right, I'll put that on the shelf, and <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, that's done now. <laughs> you can say you've seen it. Yeah, you've seen a man combine iced tea and lemonade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. Well, I can I can uh, jump off from that okay. and say, Shang Chi was my number five. Um, that that I not having seen Spider-Man, that was my favorite Marvel movie this year. And uh, I really think it was the best origin story, in my opinion, since the original Iron Man. Like I was more invested in that one than I have been in basically any of the other ones that they've made since then. And yeah, and uh, like I said about Tony Leung, I could just I could watch that guy read the phone book and having him be, you know, the main villain of the movie is is great. And it just, I just, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Even, uh, even bring back, uh, Ben Kingsley for this one and actually using him fairly well and kind of having some fun with that stupid character and bringing it back in a way that actually works. I enjoyed also, it's just, yeah, there was just, there was, there was a lot to like in that. And 
I think it was it was one of those those uh those origin stories with just full of a bunch of likable characters and you know like BJ said they could have made that in a six episode series and I would have been like yeah give me more time with these people so but yeah it was it was good enough to be my number five so a Marvel movie stays around <laughs> to be in my top five for another year nice jumping off of that uh Shang-Chi just didn't quite make it into my um my top five it was edged out by one that I saw in the last couple weeks and um that was Edgar Wright's last night in Soho oh really um yeah I so it's not it's not what I go to see an Edgar Wright movie for right but it also kind of is it doesn't have as much of his flair in it but it's still a pretty solid movie and I really enjoyed it. Um, I've forgotten the actress's name, but the lead actress uh, was really rather good. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy, this is the first thing I've seen her in and she looks much less uh, disturbingly alien on screen than she does in like every photo that I've seen of her. And she turns in a great performance and it's a, you know, it's a beautifully shot movie. It looks, it looks really good. There are some fantastic shots that are hard to believe that they're done in camera and not with, you know, uh, post-processing tricks. Um, soundtrack is great. Um, I love living in, you know, I love living in sort of eras, uh, with movies sometimes. So it was a, it was a real joy to, to exist in some of that sixties, uh, sixties style and music. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really good. I'm trying trying to be a little cagey about anything, but um uh Matt Smith is is really good. It's the only other thing I think I've seen him in is Doctor Who, so seeing him in a different um, you know, in a different venue is is entertaining and uh quite delightful. So, um last night in Soho, like if you're like an Edgar Wright fan, you don't have to rush out and see it, but it's a pretty good. Sorry, I was I was deciding whether or not I was going to say a, a descriptor, but um, yeah, it's a pretty good flick. I like it. I would I like think the to... only other thing I've seen Matt Smith in is the weird like we're gonna you're gonna be important to the Terminator franchise thing he did for two seconds. Yeah, for Terminator Genesis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like, okay, why is Matt Smith here? Oh, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thomason McKenzie is the lead actress. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Yeah, uh, that's the she's Jojo Rabbit one. Yeah, because yeah. she's wonderful, and uh, this, it was also uh, Diana Riggs' last movie, uh, which is which is interesting um, and sad. I mean, good performance, but also mm-hmm. sad that she's not with us anymore. She's my favorite Avenger. Uh oh, I guess I need to do my number five. Right. Yes. You do. Uh it would my be your f- turn. My number five is gonna get talked about again, I'm sure, but it's still known in my number five. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. I'm I'm changing up on the fly. My number <gasps> my number five is Godzilla versus Kong. And I'm and I did this because I'm realizing how much I kind of despise all the human bits in that movie, but all of the lizard versus ape bits are eight bits uh, are great (laughs) when they're giving you what you want they're giving you what you want yeah it's just all the other stuff is like please make this stop other than the deaf girl she's awesome (laughs) like like her and um it's not rebecca ferguson but the other one uh (laughs) god that's terrible i just always get them confused 
Uh, oh, the chick from Iron Man 3? Yes. Uh, Rebecca Hall. Her, Rebecca Hall, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Like For the longest time, I got Rebecca Ferguson and Rebecca Hall confused. They look really nothing it's alike. It's because they're Rebecca's. They are Rebecca's. Um, but yeah, like they're they're both pretty good and everything else can go to hell. I mean, people-wise, I think. I mean, I like some of the people that are in it. Don't get me wrong. It's just like what they're doing is bad. Because <laughs> I like Brian Ty- Tyree Henry. I like Eleven. I can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah, Millie Bobby. Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like something to do with Bobby Brown. I couldn't, and I had to think of her first name. Uh, yeah, but that's my prerogative to say it was bad. The human bits. But you enjoyed everything. Else. I love the fucking everything else. <laughs> like, like the kaiju punching stuff is awesome. Like it's so good, and that it 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 will still make my top five just because it's the 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 great spectacle movie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. It's you know, it's a giant ape and a giant lizard punching each other. Sometimes on a on a aircraft carrier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, my number four is the map of tiny perfect things. Another time loop movie that I, I'm clearly not sick of them, and uh, yeah, it hung around all year right near the top, and yeah, fell to it fell at number four, but uh, just one of those really well-made time loop movie, you know, just really well-made movies, really well thought out. Uh, it's not going to surprise you with anything. Like you're not going to go, Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, it's kind of like everything is telegraphed pretty well throughout, but I just, I guess I enjoy a, a time loop movie like that where the protagonist isn't miserable. And um, the guy who's in it, seems pretty cool with everything that's going on. And it's not like, you know, like, cause, cause I always feel like Bill Murray in groundhog day, like resorts to like going nuts and trying to kill himself, like way earlier than you would think would happen. At least the way that movie presents it. And here, well, I think it's also just cause he's like where he is in that movie. Cause he's yeah. like, he's so fucking miserable being in Poxitani. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's part of it, but, yeah. it, but it's just like, but this guy, he's like, he's like playing a video game level that he really loves playing is is the analogy that i can think of is like he's just he enjoys being there and enjoys doing this thing and he's cool with it you know and then obviously when he meets somebody else who's stuck in the loop that changes everything for him as well but you You like it because he's mackie playing hitman 3 kind of (laughs) except he doesn't kill people (laughs) well you know or but yeah not on the loops we saw (laughs) he might have in some previous ones right Not even that. Like, I don't, I I really, I don't like, he just, he's a good person who doesn't seem to like, he's not in it to fuck with people basically, you know, like they're, 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 there's very little that's mean spirited about him. And I like that a lot. It's the kind of movie I needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) going into year two of quarantine, uh, you know, everything, this pandemic fucking shit life. So, yeah. Well, um, I don't have a good segue for this, so I'm just going to go for it. Uh, It was Harlow's number five. It's my number four, Godzilla versus Kong. Um, What wouldn't you like about giant monsters beating the crap out of each other? And that's boring human bits interspersed in between. Mm -hmm. Um, They have to be there. Mm -hmm. They do, yeah. They don't have to be boring, Um, but... uh, the majesty of Godzilla versus Kong uh, overshadows the tragedy of people in Godzilla versus Kong. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, I we've I feel like we've talked about it a lot and probably talked about it enough. Have we talked about it? I don't know. Did we? It had its own episode. I want to say during the quarantine variety hour. It might have. Yeah, we, we were all pretty jazzed about giant things punching giant things. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the joy of HBO Max, basically getting all those movies mm-hmm. for yeah. last year, at least. Yeah. So. Yeah. Monkey punches lizard, lizard punches monkey. Uh, everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's Mon- pretty much monkey, all. Monkey, lizard, Spock. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. speak of that again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I guess I couldn't win because my number four is Map of Tiny Perfect Things. That's the ones I flip flopped. Uh, yeah, I well, I just got to thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I would watch parts of Godzilla versus Kong over and over and over again. I would watch the entirety of Map of Tiny Perfect Things multiple times and and enjoy all of it. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why it was like this needs to be higher on the list. So that's why it's there. Um, for pretty much all the reasons you said, it is just kind of a it is a feel-good movie in a genre that tends to be kind of morose because it, it looks at the, uh, you know, like the lab- labyrinthian nature of being in a time loop of like, you know, mm-hmm. the madness and, you know, the space madness, the space dimension, if you will, uh, yeah. of it. And, you know, this one's just like, yeah, like, actually, there'd be a lot of fun shit about it too, right? <laughs> I mean, if you knew how everything was going to happen every single day, like, you know. mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's very little existential dread going yeah. on in this yeah. one. Yeah, it's it's a very enjoyable movie, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Glad you liked four. it because it's on your note. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, my number three is uh, one I really haven't talked about on the show, but it is No Time to Die, the twenty fifth James Bond movie. That's uh, a lot of James Bond movies. It's yeah i mean the daniel craig era is going to go down as like the most consistently good era at least for me i mean two of them are not great but then you think about something like octopus and you're like man those two movies fucking rock and you know this one i love that the title credits don't come up until like a half hour into the movie because that prologue is that long. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the title came up and it was like, long. it was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and it is a long movie. There's, I have it. There's a reason it's not my number one. Uh, I have some quibbles with it, but it gave me so much of the bond shit that I wanted, but there's a lot of, there's a weird finality to it as well. Uh, as it goes on and I still don't hold by, don't buy the whole Leia Sidhu being like the love of Bond's life type thing. For some reason, you know, it's like when you see Diana Rigg doing anything in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, you're like, yep, yep, absolutely. Like, even though it's George Lasme, even if it was Connery, you'd be like, he's done. He's, he's, she's everything, you know? And you'd never get that from her. And I don't feel like she or Daniel Craig ever sell that. But man, do they hit that hard as that movie goes on. And it's like, all right. <laughs> you know, See, I, I don't. They don't have the chemistry. Yeah, they don't. But the movie insists that they do. 
the movie and they're acting independently of each other mm-hmm. sells it really well, which is weird because they yeah. don't it like yeah, it, when Craig's they're acting, together, it doesn't work. <laughs> she right. I, I, I don't really have a problem with her acting and other things I've seen her in, but like her. Yeah, I don't think in, she's a bad actress. I just think it's her a bad fit. Bond. I don't know. She just felt like she was doing a lot of smell of the fart acting. You know, like to yeah. to quote friends. I mean, it just felt like she was like, I'm thinking about a lot of things a lot of time, and it's like I've got all this backstory, and it's like fucking. It's been a movie and a half now. Fucking spill it. Like, you know, like it's mm-hmm. like if there's more to hide, like. Jesus, like, just let it out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then at the end, it's like, yeah, okay, that was it. Like, that's why you're smelling the fart for two movies? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and I, you know, I, it, with with Craig basically being like, there's literally no way I'm coming back. Um, I hope this gives them a good chance to reboot and do our idea of making a period piece in the 60s yes. already. Just fucking do it. Like having why wouldn't you do it? The technology is there. You can just you can shoot it with the Mandalorian screens. I don't care. Just light it. Absolutely well. fucking do it. Yeah. Having lived in the 60s bond uh, pretty recently. Uh, yeah. Fucking do it. Give it to me. I want yeah, it. Th- I this want is it back. your chance. Like just and they just, wasted they wasted Ray Fines on. Um, I know. Kingsman, on, which I still haven't seen that either. Yeah. Um, wasted Ray Fines. What do you mean? As M in the in the modern era. Okay. Did you want to yeah. see him as Bond? Is that what you're saying? Or? No, 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 I no, want to like, see him as 60s M. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm complaining about it a lot, but it was it was my third favorite movie that I saw this year. Like, it's still delivered on the action. There's, you know, the the new characters are great. Um, I, I love how the back and forth between him and uh, the other 007 is written. Always good. Um, there are some one-liners that aren't like, you know, like I just killed a dude Bon Mott's like there's some that just like when, <laughs> when he meets back up with, with Leia Sadu, there's one line that's so good that he drops where she's, <laughs> he's like, well, you got anything else to tell me, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> the way, the way I'm not even going to spoil the rest of what that line is, but I was just like, okay, that's, that's a good way to use like a bond a bond saying but also like not in the service of i just murdered a dude and i said something cool so but yeah i i enjoyed it but yeah it's not you know it's like the third best craig bond movie to me you can figure out what the other two are it's pretty fucking easy i was being quiet i see the gears cycle hooning around oh okay like it looked like you look like the gears were moving in your head like okay which ones was he in it's like of course it's skyfall and casino Royale. come on yeah 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 no, I was just waiting for the fucking yeah. motorcycle. Like every time you see me look over this way, it's because mm-hmm. I'm willing someone to die, <laughs> um, or something. That. There was a dog that was like hollering. Um, right, it's probably on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's right. It was pitch. like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just whooping nice. and hollering. <laughs> but it was like, like right as it was a about to come up to my turn for number five and i'm like fucking come on shut up yeah just you need to be quiet in 30 seconds or i'm gonna go out there and strangle you yeah um i wouldn't strangle a dog i promise but just the owner yeah motorcycle's still going Mm -hmm. we're gonna give he's going away and in yeah but yeah that's that's my number three no time to die nice 
Um, I'm going to mix up the uh, going after one of you uh, <laughs> thing real quick. and uh, You're going to pass? No, no, oh. no. I'm going to drop in my... <laughs> no, I mean, I, picking a movie that one of you has already said. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and I'm going to take a detour into the afterlife. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, with Ghostbusters The Afterlife, or Ghostbusters Afterlife, as it is called. Um, so... This only makes it to number three, even though I really liked it, because it does a number of egregious things that I can't talk about, but it hammers the nostalgia button so incredibly hard, and it is so incredibly effective for me. I'm, I guess I'm just finally at that age where, like, all the nostalgia shit is working really, really well for me, and I have given up resisting on it. Or resisting it, I I don't care. I like it. Give it to me. You should um, see BJ's uh, Funko Pop wall now. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> well. You know, sometimes you just want something that'll make you happy, and nostalgia nostalgic stuff can make you happy. It can, and if it, you're and in it, the target market for it, obviously. Yeah, right. It and it absolutely does. Like there are a number of moments where I was both cheering and rolling my eyes. Um, and, um, it's, it's one of those things, uh, it's, it's, I don't want to spoil too much about this movie. I will say it's a bit of a reboot, but it's still in the same universe and it works. Um, and it, it works really on the strength of, um, uh, McKenna Grace, who is uh, Phoebe, and Finn Wolfhard is really good. Like the the kids in a movie are good. I'm I'm saying good things about kids in movies, uh, or a movie at least, uh, <laughs> which is like almost unheard of. Most of the time, kids in movies are, are terrible, and I don't want anything to do with them. Well, I, I this uh, is I didn't see that movie with her and Captain America, the McKenna Grace girl, but like I was just immediately like, oh shit, we got another. Um, what was it, Dakota Fanning, or, you know, just someone who's like, put her in fucking everything. Like, she is great. Like, she's not yeah. a child actor. She's a good actor who mm-hmm. happens to be a child. <laughs> so, right. It's yeah. not some random kid that they're right. feeding lines to from off yeah. screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, she really nails it. I, I really don't care for, um, for, like, Carrie Coon gets top billing. I don't understand why. Um, I, and I don't know if I didn't like her character, if I didn't like her acting. I'll they don't make her likable in that movie at all. And I love her. <laughs> I they, love her to death. Yeah. Um, and Paul Rudd. Like, mm-hmm. I want to hate Paul Rudd all the time. For reasons that I can't explain. But then I can't really dislike Paul Rudd because he just shows up on screen and he's he's cute and goofy and endearing. And, just, and, and that makes a lot of stuff work. And he... He made a lot of parts of this movie work, which surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, uh, I I feel like I need to talk about this movie in a spoil cast, <laughs> um, but it really it really tickled everything uh, everything good inside of me for the most part, and so it gets number three on my list. Hmm. I hope there's more, hmm. like yeah. not more of the list, but more of the. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, I hope they figure out something to do. 
Uh, they, I don't know. I don't have any segue to that. <laughs> Other than scary things and people that you shouldn't call because you shouldn't make any noise at all. Uh, my number three is A Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, out of nowhere. Like, I know. No one, no one fucking talked about that anywhere. But well, you, I know what? you loved the first one. Yeah. Quiet Place is a great movie. Quiet Place Part 2 is almost as good. It is fucking great. <laughs> like, it is almost as good of a se- as a movie, of, as a sequel as the first one. It's hard. It's one of the, like, closest to same quality, to, you know, sequel things. And literally picks up seconds after the first one ends. I heard literally nothing about this movie. Okay. And I don't think you have talked about it at all we either, Harlow. haven't done anything yeah. where we talked about new movies in a long time. <laughs> yeah, you should come on the Discord. Yeah. Um, look for a look for a link on on the Bad Movie Fiends Twitter uh, to get into the Discord and yeah. talk to us about stuff. I knew this was going to be like the you know out of sort of left field sort of thing, but uh, yeah, it's great. I I loved it. <laughs> it was better than Cats. Probably I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it's strange to me, like just picking up a movie like that. Also, like it's also strange to me that I, like I enjoy that, that universe as much as it is because it's like it could be really dire and road esque, and like I don't really want to, you know, just constant misery. But like, there's a there's a sense of prevailing hope in those movies that's like gets you through it, you know. Like that's it's like it's not bleak. It's like yeah, it might be bleak, but we got this shit. Like you know, humanity will persevere and fuck yeah, welcome to Earth and all that kind of thing you know yeah <laughs> hell yeah yeah well that's so, crazy yeah. i will uh, yeah i mean that, that's a great back-to-back pairing of movies i mean like i you know they yeah, will they I might need to watch both they might them. they might make you pee your pants i mean they are suspenseful as shit but they're both fucking great too yeah like i said i mean i like don't get me wrong i think she's beautiful as all get out but i want to hang out with john krasinski and emily blunt like as a couple like i don't want to steal her from him or anything like that i think they're perfect i just think like they're they're a couple i would want to hang out with because i think they're amazing like i think they're both good <laughs> and and seem like good friendly people so and they make good movies together <laughs> <laughs> well that's a good combination yeah then. yeah yeah, unlike uh, some yeah. other people we were talking about earlier before the podcast started. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Anywho. Anywho. All right. Uh, my number two is Nobody, which that's another one people kind of stopped talking about that came out earlier this year. But, uh, dude, Bob Odenkirk becomes action star, and it's kind of better than I was ever expecting it to be. Yeah, it um, is really good. Uh, I think it's, I mentioned it last week, but it's been a good year for bus fights. Because <laughs> this one might be better than the one in Shang-Chi, which is uh, a, a lot to say. But it's but basically the first point where it's where you're suddenly like, oh, shit, this guy can wreck people. And uh, I will say, like, the previews did not sell this correctly, or at least uh, I feel like they sold a different thing from what this is. Because the previews made it seem like, oh, people broke into his house and now he's out for revenge. You yeah, know? it just and seemed like a Death Wish thing. You know? Yeah, like, and it is not that at all. It is a very, very different movie from that. And I think better and more fun for it because it just lets them go nuts by the end of it. 
and you hate the dudes that you're supposed to hate and uh, those dudes get what's coming to them in the way that you want them to get what's coming to them. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's just one of those really satisfying type, you know, movies like Taken or, you know, or John Wick is satisfying where it's just like grounded for the most part in reality but like just dudes that are highly trained to fucking wreck people going out and wrecking the people they're supposed to be wrecking. So yeah, it's, it's, I absolutely loved it. That one. Um, if it existed in a world where there was no John wick, it would be the most amazing fucking thing. It would be a fucking phenomenon because it exists in a world where there's John wick. Yeah. And I can that's, see that. that's why it doesn't make my top 10, my, my mm-hmm. top five. I mean, it would make my top 10 in any year without a John Wick in it. Mm-hmm. Well, it would probably still make it in a top 10. But um, yeah, it's it's on my list. You know, it's it's a I didn't get my honorable mentions in, but it's on there. It's 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 pretty close to being in the top five. But yeah, I, I really, really like nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was by the guy who made Hardcore Henry. Yeah. Um, and luckily they didn't it shoot not, it like <laughs> yeah I'm glad it was yeah. not gimmicky like Hardcore Henry ended up being because that movie is fatiguing by the end you're just like enough already <laughs> like yeah I'm ready for this to be over and Hardcore yeah. Henry is blissfully short but yeah 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 but I just I I enjoyed the hell out of it man and uh, runtime 92 minutes know what you know how to do get it done and get the fuck out yep Action movies shouldn't be three hours. Oh, God, uh, no. Hey, Batman. Yeah. The Batman is going to be, what, three hours, two minutes? Hey. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, I'm sure it'll be like a good 20 minutes of credits. So, you know, yeah, only, two, only 2.45. But anyway. Well, uh, going back to movies that you guys have already, already mentioned, um, my number two is The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. That movie was just what I need, just what I needed, just when I needed it. Um, hmm. That's almost a car song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the first draft, <laughs> <laughs> right? But yeah, it was. I feel like it's been so long since I've seen seen it. It's hard to like. Well, it's been like a year. Put I mean, that was that was. A, things, yeah. I want to say that was a January release. Yeah, year. it might be almost a year since we've all watched yeah. it. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, everything worked really well in that movie. Like there is it's got everything. It's got action, it's got adventure, it's got romance, it's got, you know, a time loop. Uh, what more can you want in a movie? Um really great chemistry between uh between the lead actors. Um yeah. Everything really really worked in that. Um I was I'd never heard of most of the people in that movie, but they were all fantastic. I loved it. I would watch it again and again. Oh, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of Catherine Newton. So she's the actress. I'm just saying you're probably going to get to know her. <laughs> I have a feeling she's starting about. She's about to be everywhere. Yeah. You think so? She's going to yeah. Kristen wig it out, or no? I just think she's going to be like you know the new person that gets cast. I mean, they already recast Ant Man's daughter into her. <laughs> so for the third one, so gotcha. But yeah, yeah, and was it was it Chuck that 
first recommended that to all of us. I, I thought it was actually BJ's. I, th- I thought that was your find. I don't know. Maybe no, not. couldn't I'm have pre- been. I'm pretty sure it was Chuck. Okay. So I think it had I, to be I, Chuck. I don't I, find anything. I, I, I'm glad he's not here tonight because I'd be curious to see where this ended up on his list. I thought that was when you just were like, I was on Amazon and I clicked play on this. Now, I know Chuck good. told me to watch it. So <laughs> that's all I remember. Okay. So. Uh, my number two has not been mentioned, so I'll be the first. <gasps> and also, I'm I'm probably betraying my clan or something because my number two is the Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. The Suicide the, Squad. The James Gunn, the yes. Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, that was exactly what I fucking wanted. (laughs) I mean, I really wish I had seen it. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, yep, that's, that's what I would want from this. And Peacemaker is honestly just continuing right on with that, the TV show. So, I mean, like so far, I think everything but one episode has been direct written and directed by James Gunn for the TV show. So really? (laughs) Yeah. How many episodes is that one? Like another six episode deal? Yeah. I don't know. It's HBO. It'll probably be seven or nine or something weird. No, they, yeah. they love they love to do those. <laughs> Just to so, mess with you. Yeah, I, I, I'm honestly like, it was one of those things I kind of pumped the brakes on Peacemaker because I didn't want to burn through it all right away. So I was like slowing my roll on watching it all. But yeah, I, I love the movie. So yeah. I mean, it's like it's like Guardians of the Galaxy getting to be like true rated R without the Marvel leash, you know, like mm-hmm. basically, you know, so. Yeah, who but, yeah. would have thought that the John Cena movie <laughs> that that made the top five is that one and not a Fast and the Furious Marine? movie? Oh. <laughs> yeah, because well. yeah, I like I forgot I saw that this year for until I looked at my list of movies I watched. Like I couldn't tell you anything that happens in that movie at this point anymore. Well, I I will say I, I started to rewatch it because the uh, digital copy I have has that extended version as an option. Mm-hmm. But then oh, yeah. you get to watch it in HD and not 4K. And I was like, go fuck Ooh. yourselves. Like, just can you <laughs> just please for once not do that? Like, not downgrade the alternate mm-hmm. version? Because uh, Star Trek does that motion picture or whichever one. Like, one of the ones that recently, it's like, if you want to watch the director's cut of, I think, the first one, you know, if you want more Spock floating through space and stuff, then like, but it's like drops the quality on the, you know, the recently remastered mm-hmm. thing. And I'm like, I thought the director's cut was like, became the definitive version of this movie why is that not the one that's in 4k (laughs) anyway yeah blade runner the only one in 4k is the theatrical cut yeah yeah (laughs) exactly yeah or brazil like (laughs) the theatrical version of that yeah it's even that's probably even worse version god yeah f9 like i didn't even consider it being in the top five Yeah. yeah it just and Justin Lin came back. It's like, it just, yeah. I remember it looked really, really good. I just remember it being like, oh yeah, man, this is like, this is doing Dolby vision and stuff, some justice, but man, the movie was just like, yeah. Yep. I think, I feel like we've run the course on those. I mean, I hate to put it well, that way, but I mean, you got the rock injection and then you, you know, let the beef happen and you know, then you had a, a, a not beef injection, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they wanted Cena to be that character, and it just yeah. didn't work. Cena, like, you're correct, but I keep being impressed with Cena as an action star. He's real good at it. He's, um, he's gotten a lot better mm-hmm. <laughs> since the Marine, that's for damn yeah. sure. Because um, I, I remember my, my review of the Marine said he has the charisma of a tree stump. 
and watch Suicide Squad. <laughs> I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he has figured it out since then very clearly. Yeah. He has one line read in that movie that might be one of the best line reads from anybody, any anytime, but it's just the way he delivers it so straight faced is so good. Yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah. know exactly which one I'm talking about too when it happens. Yeah. Anyway. I d- it's on the list. It's okay. on the list to be watched. I yeah. just need to get to it. Well, that's my number two. But yeah, my uh, number one is one that I checked off the list very late, and that is The French Dispatch. This was my only five-star movie of the year. Uh, I guess I'm officially a Wes Anderson fanboy. This is not Grand Budapest Hotel. I'll get that right off the bat. But it's really, really fucking good in that same vein. And it is... It's an anthology movie. It's three separate stories uh, tied together with the framing device of all, them all being articles in the French Dispatch in uh, that were published at various different times over the course of the paper. Uh, I believe they're all set in the probably the 60s and 70s. But, I mean, after the first one, it just, I was absolutely hooked. The second one, uh, not as much. Uh, and the third one brings it back because Jeffrey Wright just absolutely fucking owns it. And it, like, I just, you know, I talk about how Edgar Wright kind of just gets me and works for me every time. And this is how I feel like I don't feel Wes Anderson gets me. I feel like I get Wes Anderson when I watch his movies and like, they just click with me in a way that you know, it's not just like the perfectly symmetrical frames and the perfectly centered figures and, you know, the whole diorama aspect of, you know, zooming out for a scene. But there's one early on just where Owen Wilson is uh, riding a bike describing the city. That is just like one of my favorite narrated montages I've seen in a very, very, very long time. And he just, I, all I can say is Wes Anderson continues to impress me and absolutely loved it. I love that now he's, you know, with this and uh, and French Dispatch, it's not, neither of them feels childish. Like there's actual violence in them and it works, you know, violence and swearing and all that stuff. Like, cause you know, I think about something like Moonlight Kingdom and a lot of the, I, I think it's like catering to that youth thing that he does sometimes. It's kind of like the Weezer thing where it's like, you're not in high school anymore. Stop trying to relate to high school. And I feel like that happened somewhat, you know, Rushmore, while I will say is my favorite movie of his, I still think it suffers a little bit from that, but I think he was so much younger that he was close enough to it that he could still kind of emulate it. And I'm glad that he's, you know, now that he's, I believe he's in his fifties now, uh, he's making movies that relate to people. (laughs) who are of older age and isn't entirely focused on kids. Even though there, there are youth in this movie, but they're not, they're not the main, they're not the point. And that's refreshing. But yeah, I absolutely loved it. I, I'm so glad he continues to make movies that I want to see. I really need to see that. As soon as you started talking about it, I thought, wait a minute, have I seen that? Did I forget that I saw that it, movie? And It came out in October, so probably not. Okay, definitely not then. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was supposed just, to come out, like, honestly, I want to say it was, like, June of 2020, and it just kept getting the shove. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I, and it's interesting, too. I just, real, real quick, I'll add, like, he's at the point now, I think, like, 
he's got to have people being like, I just want to be in your movie because there are people in this movie who like literally have no point, but to like walk in a door and be like, Hey, uh, this is happening. And that's like the extent <laughs> of their role in the movie. And these are like name actors. You're like, wait, is that, is that her? And then you're like, Oh yeah, she's in it for literally three minutes, maybe. So I, I like that. He's already got a troop of actors who are like, yeah, I'll work with you, whatever you want to do. And that more people have discovered that and are like, yeah, get me in there. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Oh, You're wow. I just one. looking at the, looking at the cast list. Mm-hmm. Um, he always has really great cast cats. It's yeah. almost always the same cast anyway, but mm-hmm. um, my number one is um, as you may have guessed also, it's also a one that was already mentioned. Um, I'm kind of on a bond kick right now, if you might not have noticed. <laughs> so um, uh, no time to die is my number one for this year. Um, it's the only movie I saw in a theater um, it uses one of my favorite pieces of, or one of my favorite Bond themes uh, or theme songs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one where I feel like they are hammering a lot of nostalgia buttons, but in a little bit more clever ways or a little bit more deft ways, I guess. Um, Man, it's but like it's a three-hour Bond movie. It kicks ass. It it's Daniel Craig probably at you know approximately at his best. Um, there's a whole lot of emotion for a Bond film, and Craig really, really sells it well, which is something that I didn't expect out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've not always been the biggest fan of Daniel Craig um, or him as Bond. And I have to say probably some of the best acting in a Bond movie is in No Time to Die. And that's fucking impressive. Um, Having said that, I have a side rant that Bond movies are modern bond movies are just big action movies now um they're not really bond movies because every movie does stuff that bond movies do Mm -hmm. um however this is a really good one (laughs) it's a really they still have the license to when he does cool thing to go (laughs) (laughs) they don't do that the other the other people's don't other ones don't get to do that really yeah no they they're not allowed they could probably get a a license from monty norman to be Mm -hmm. able to use that piece of music but um they barely do that though that's that's the thing like in modern bond movies and by modern i mean the craig era Mm -hmm. um which has been 15 years now. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's, we're long enough past the, the Brosnan Malays era that we can, uh, we can call Craig movies, the modern ones. Yeah. Um, they use the shit out of that. Like they use the shit out of the stinger, but mm. you don't get it in, in the Craig bond movies. Um, yeah. The closest of- you get is those scenes with Anna de Armas. And then she's yes. out of the movie and you're like, Oh, please tell me she's coming back. And she doesn't. <laughs> she does not. Like, that's... Like, it's probably... It's 
my number one for this year, but it's not like a five star Bond movie, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a really strange strange position to be in. Like, yeah, I'd say it's like a three and a half, four star Bond movie, mm-hmm. um, and that's mostly because of what I said. Like, Bond movies aren't Bond movies anymore; they're big action tent poles. You know, they're not the bond era that i'm currently living in you know um if you listen to we have all the time in the world you'll know um uh patreon.com slash bmfcast correct five dollar tier get your wallets out um worth it totally worth it i think um but yeah like they're 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 completely different movies and movie styles. But anyway, back to No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking great. We get some amazing action scenes. Um, Ana de Armas, like you said, is awesome for the four minutes that she's in the movie. Um, Leah Sadu is is in the movie. Um, no, <laughs> her acting is good. I, her acting is fine. I just don't think, like I said earlier, I don't, I don't see the chemistry between her and Daniel Craig. But they're both independently, you know, acting the shit out of that, you know, that situation. It just, they might as well be on two different screens. Um, there's some really good homage stuff to some classic Bond. I guess it's more homage than nostalgia. But um, it works, and it works well. And I uh, I do not regret risking uh, life and limb to go see it in the theater. Uh, so my number one probably shouldn't be much of a surprise for anyone that was playing along the home games and whatnot for all of our things. Uh, my number one movie is Dune. Uh, that would be a number one movie in pretty oh, much any year, uh, but definitely this year because <laughs> it came out this one. Uh, yeah, that, that I mean, I, I, I described that like that's I purposely a, didn't listen to the episode you and Chuck did because yeah. I still want to see it and I know nothing about it. Sure. I just I I would describe it as a like a movie of a generation. Like I just don't think movies like that come along very often, you know. And you know, like I mean, like Lord of the Rings. Like you know, I mean, I know we now have nineteen Harry Potter esque things, but you know, I'm just saying, like when these things enter the universe, and it's like, yeah, these don't happen very often. <laughs> things like this. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's just that's an event level movie on a different scale of than you get on most other things and it's totally for me i know it's not going to be for everybody but i don't care it's for me it got made i loved it <laughs> um I, I i loved the way it sounded i loved the way it looked i become a huge stand for denis villeneuve i i was even, about to ask <laughs> yeah i mean i've 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 come completely around to like every one of his movies like i even like sicario now and i, I think i just didn't like sicario at the time because it was it was that like breaking bad syndrome where it was just like, Oh, what's the hot button news thing? Oh, cartels and rating of cartels illegally and things like that. And shadow operations. And I was just like, Ugh. you know, like, I, you know, like when things like that come along and that, but like watching it now, I'm like, that's a good fucking movie. That's a really good fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I think it, the thing about Sicario for me is like the ending is so bleak mm-hmm. that oh, it, it is that like you walk out of it. You're like, ah, yeah. Damn it, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is, but like it could be prisoners. And I was going to say, like, I watched yeah. prisoners recently and that is really good. But like, 
that is one I will probably never watch again. And I think I can safely say just because it was like, wow, that was good. I don't ever want to see that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think I still need to see, uh, uh, there's like one or two others of his. There's another Jake Gyllenhaal movie he made that I yeah, didn't see. Enemy. Enemy, yeah. yeah. I didn't see that. But I, I've come around on Arrival big time. I, yeah. I'm becoming a big fan. I, I like Blade Runner 2049 from Got Deco. it. I need to watch Speaking 2049 again. Now that I have a 4K TV, I need to watch yeah. <laughs> Blade Runner 2049 again. Well, I, here's my, like I said, if, if, if you have the capability and you can stand it, I mean, you know, your Apple, I'm not trying to sell anything, but your, your Apple, your things, whatever, uh, the Xbox headset, you yeah. know, like something where you can get Atmos sound. Cause Dune sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> like the second it's available again. I mean, I, it's available like at the $20 buy level. I may do that. I know it's coming back to HBO max probably to stay forever, but I may just go ahead and buy it. Cause I've been itching to see it again <laughs> and I now have the Atmos capabilities. So, without headphones so man it's time to see it again so i need to see it is what you're saying i liked it a lot even with uh i you know i i could take or leave timmy uh shampoo or whatever but you know like chalamet uh, chalamet yeah, yeah Sh- timmy champagne whatever Tim his name is. yeah so Mallet? i just realized he's in timmy two of our number one movies for the year yeah because he he's french in french dispatch, dispatch as well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Well, I, I, it was one of the things like I kept going, meaning to go back and like see Call Me by Your Name because everyone was like, that's amazing. And then it's like, oh, but now Army Hammer's in that. And uh, never mind. <laughs> I forgot he was an interstellar. I was going to say, I didn't think I'd seen him in Timmy anything is, else. Timmy, shall we? Is he the, is he, uh, what's his face's son? Matthew McConaughey's son? Uh, the young version? Be. I think so, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I have seen him in something that I wasn't aware of, and even recently. So that's weird. I must have like just he must have been just young enough that I didn't recognize him. Yeah, old T. Shall. Yeah, because I mean the the girl grows up to be uh, what's her face. <laughs> I'm so good with names. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> is it her or no? no it's it's, it's the Jessica other Chastain. One. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, as soon as she said that's what fucked up. As soon as she said Bryce Dallas Howard, I went, "No, it's Jessica Chastain." <laughs> See, you made I know me think of her name. Your by memory. Saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, say the wrong one, and I'll remember the right one. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I'm guessing he was the kid. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I think he. Yeah, that makes sense. I think he just didn't have his like, I don't know, page boy haircut he has now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I would say. He's, he just has like a. He looks like a medieval waif. <laughs> <laughs> nice which is why i can call him timmy charlemagne mm-hmm. it fits well i i am surprised spider-man did not make your top five or your honorable yeah, I, mentions well i, I was like, expecting I have, it to be somewhere in there i have thoughts and i i need <laughs> i need somebody to bounce them off of because like it's it's a thing like I, i'm not i'm not saying go see it know, in the theater I, i'm just saying like i, I it's i can't i can't yeah, like I have hard things to think about of that movie, and I I also feel like I would need to see it again before I could judge it. Like there's a lot going on in that movie, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I'm not sure if I like it or not. <laughs> I mean, like, I think I liked it. I liked it watching the movie. I'm not just sure. I just don't know if I like the direction everything's heading. If that's makes any more sense. Uh, it does actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Twenty twenty one. Maybe we'll oh, get, that's that guy from the movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll get oh. Chuck's reactions uh, whenever 
he can get back on. Yeah. Yeah. I have it's, a definitive answer for something, by the way. Oh. oh. It's Timote Chalamet. I but know how he to say says, his name correctly. Yeah. I just yeah. it's more fun not to. He uh he says you can you can pronounce it however you want. Hmm. So it is really Timothy. It's not Timothy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because it's French. No, I just I um fuck what I don't remember. I saw somewhere somebody corrected somebody to that. And I was like, oh, you're just fucking with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. Now you're just fucking with him because like his last name's weird, and you're you're trying to make his first name stupid too. Like you know, like like if you were like, you know, his his name is Yoe Manganello. <laughs> like you fuck up the first name <laughs> and get the last name right. Right. Yeah. Sorry. But that yeah. was a weird non sequitur. Oh, uh, last thing. This is this is not germane to anything because it's an old ass movie. But you guys, you were talking about Bond, and I didn't put Bond in my list. I liked it, but I liked. That's the thing is like everything I liked, I liked, and and the other things were like, oh no, that's that's better. Like it's like I liked F nine. I liked Bond. I liked a lot of other things on the list. I like Last Night in Soho. It's just not. It didn't not like, enough. Yeah. Not well, enough. this is a golden jocks. We don't I put know. movies that we just kind of liked. But, okay, I put movies that I just kind of liked on, <laughs> on the list. But that's that's sure. because I don't watch any movies. But I was going to the reiterate, rest of you guys. go go back and watch Layer Cake. That is a message for both of you. Like, complete your Daniel Craig love. Complete your um, Matthew Vaughn love. If you you know if you like Kingsman and stuff like that. So I'm just saying like. Go see a, one of the first times you'll ever see it. I think one of the first roles of Daniel Craig besides like Road to Perdition. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Which also go watch Road to Perdition if you haven't. Those are my two things with Daniel Craig in it. Road to Perdition and Layer Cake. If you haven't seen them, get on it. Man, I have one last thing too. Okay. So uh, many last things. I rewatched the the two Kingsman movies because I thought the, the third one was going to be available to watch somewhere and it wasn't. Mm. Nope. Um, holy shit. I fucking get those now. Hmm. Hey. I didn't like the first one when I saw it, um, but I totally get it now, and I really like them. Yeah. So, I I have some issues with the second one, but I still very much yeah. like the first one, top to bottom. There are issues with with the second one, but like after I saw the first one, I was like, oh god, this sucks. But I get it. I'll save yeah. that for a. We'll talk about it next variety hour. Remind me we're, if we're talking about things that we I, like. I still really like Golden Circle, but like you know, nitpicks don't necessarily make me dislike a movie. It's just sometimes you notice them and you're like, oh, why? Why? Like I, I've I've oftentimes said, and you know, since I'm so vehemently saying some movies are perfect or whatever, I recently or actually yesterday I rewatched Gravity because talking about things, I was like, this should be good in Atmos. <laughs> um, yeah. Gra- like gravity is a da- is like a ninety nine percent perfect movie because I have there are now things I noticed it and I'm like that's stupid and pandering and if you think about it for half a second it's extra stupid. There there are artifacts in the various bases that don't belong in because you know they start off in like the shuttle and then they go back in and it's like there's stuff floating around because like you know there's dead Americans and you know people from NASA, like the, the crap that they would have had in there. Then they go to the Russian space station and there's like chess pieces and stuff. And then they go to like the Chinese station and there's ping pong paddles flying around. Why the fuck would anyone have a ping pong paddle in space? <laughs> Why would anyone waste any fucking measure of weight or chess pieces? Like they were clearly not magnetized. They had felt on the bottom because they're floating around. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, you can't play these games in space. They don't work. And I'm sorry. It's just like, you know, like, 
even if it's like a sentimental thing, why the fuck would you bring a ping pong paddle? You know? <laughs> to space. I'm just... Anyway, other than that, like, that's because just... Because racism. You got a point. That's what I mean. It's, it, it's just, it's like, hey, look, Chinese people like ping pong, so they'd have that shit floating around here. And it's like, no, no, they wouldn't. It's a goddamn space station with no gravity. <laughs> ping pong is not a popular sport in space. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know? Maybe it is. Well, There's a lot of space. That's true. Have you been yeah. to all of it? Uh, no, no, I've not. Well, I've been to a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, on this rocket ship called Earth... Uh, I've been through a lot of you space. haven't been through that much compared to how much there is. Okay, I've been through a lot. You know, like, I've been through enough of Mississippi to know fuck that entire state. You know, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yeah. yeah. So that's just that's my reasoning. Anyway, I still love gravity. I'm just like when you think about it from a set decoration standpoint, it's like that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Also, kind of racist or whatever. Not necessarily racist. Uh, whatever. Because like, ra- Russians aren't a race, <laughs> like, like uh, just pandering right. and dumb. Anyway, anyway, Mackie, do you have any one last thing? Yeah, come on, yeah, you know, throw it out there. It's time to whatever's on your mind. Uh, people should subscribe at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very controversial statement. No, but I it's agree not. with it. I agree with it. Yeah. It's the truth. It's where you yeah. get all the hot podcasts. I, I mean, there I are some people that disagree with that, and we I, call them communists. Yeah. I, I, let's put it this way. I reserve the right to change my list after seeing Suicide Squad, sure. <laughs> Dune, and other movies that have been I, I don't expect Dune to modify anyone else's list, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, that's the weird thing. Like, I, I, I understand that that source material is so fucking obtuse and or kind of stupid that it, like it's going to make a lot of people just be like, nah. <laughs> but... I like it. So. I hope I like it too. It, yeah. it definitely sounds like, uh, you know, considering my love for Guardians of the Galaxy, I would think Suicide Squad is going to do the trick. That that will, yes. Yep. I think it'll be fine there. Okay. Well, if we don't have anything else, let's go ahead and get out of here, shall we? Or I guess we yeah. do contact information first. Yeah, contact. BMF at BMFcast.com, 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 9105569263, BMFcast.com, Patreon.com slash BMFcast, uh, all the socials. Noquarters.net, twitch.tv slash noquartersnet. Uh, go to smile.amazon.com and pick a charity and um, then make all your Amazon purchases through smile.amazon.com. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Well, let's get out of here. <laughs> Thanks. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And, yo, shit, there's no Chuck. <laughs> I know. I'm so used to waiting for Chuck yep. and then doing the and goodbye or whatever it is I say. And this is Bamcast <laughs> out. Bye, motherfucker. Bye.